Alright, you white motherfuckers. All eyes on me. This is the Average Years Podcast. White people fucked around this weekend and found out. It's Mr. Fox of the Average Views Podcast. Welcome back. Thought I could mind my African American business, but the world just keeps fucking it right on up. So, if you've been under a rock over the weekend, Alabama in the news again. Saturday, this past Saturday, down at the Riverfront Park in Alabama, there was a little situation. Group of white people on a pontoon boat decide they want to dock at a particular marina that is theorized to be reserved for commercial boats. So, it wasn't just the dock, it was where they decided they were entitled to dock this pontoon boat. They decided they wanted to dock this pontoon boat at an area of the marina, specifically reserved for a larger boat that belonged to a nearby hotel chain. So... On this particular day, this particular docking area, um, seafront area, is managed by a security company. Managed, protected. There was a black security guard down there who, upon observing this pontoon boat starting to dock, in his area of responsibility, decides to engage with these people. Gave them a couple of verbal warnings. You know, you can't, you can't dock here. You know, you can't, you can't be here. You know, this is not an area for pontoon boats. This area is for larger, larger boats that belong to um, this hotel right here. I'm adding the dialogue. Uh, Things didn't go too well for the black security guard at first. Um, The one one white person in the group decided, and I'm just theorizing, he was probably under the influence, as they tend to be when it involves boats and water. I'm just putting my two cents in because this is my podcast. He didn't like that. He didn't like this security guard telling him what he can't do. Didn't like the respecting the rules. Um, didn't really accept the verbal, you know, the verbal warning, the verbal reprimand in front of his crew. He decides he wants to take things physical. The white guy did first. Shirtless. Had on his little, you know, beach jams. Decides, you know, I'm just going to just take this into a 
take this, take this up. Starts to push and shove on the security guard, the black security guard. Um, now, from a distance in the video that I saw, because of the there, there are various videos. The video that I saw was from the water, which shows pretty much the entire area of the dock, but it's the focus is this interaction. It's physical already. Push the black security guard. Black security guard was like, in his body language, oh, you fucking around. Guess it's time for you to find out. He had on a black security hat, decides to throw that into the air and engage self-defense against this white guy. They, they start to push in. The white guy starts to tackle him even more. Next thing you know, more white people from the group, from the pontoon boat, decide they want to involve themselves. Help out their little buddy. Help out little Cody. And that's where it, it goes left. More white people on this, on this black security guard just doing his job. Um, at some point, you start to see people out of frame, like up on the, um, above the marina, start to run down the, the long, um, ramp to help out the black security guard. These were the black people. And then, you know, it's one or two. And then before you know it, it turns into like eight or nine black people to come help get all these white people off of this one black security guard. By later that day, by, by Sunday, yesterday, there were videos, other videos of the same fight, but of, from different angles. You had a closer angle from, if not the pontoon boat, a boat literally right in the frame of another video from a different angle. One of the, the white dudes are getting impaled by a white fold-out chair, right? Like, getting hit in the head repeatedly with this white fold-out chair. You see from an angle across from the pontoon boat on the ramp, black men, black women, like, trying to protect this black security guard and trying to protect each other. Because, you know, you got this generation... This climate where people are so quick to pull out their their phones and just stand there while an assault is happening, or worse, a death. Um, that easily could have been prevented. And I know it's like, oh, you know, we gotta, we gotta, you know, I'm not throwing my life on the line. But it's like, you see this time and time again. And what the, what the fuck are drunk white people going to do? They're not armed. They're, like, if a white person's going to be armed, I don't think they're going to... The first thought is going to be, oh, let me go on the water. This was simply a case, an obvious case of white entitlement. And sometimes, sometimes the correct response is, is violence. You know, they feel so full of themselves. They feel they're entitled to 
anything, anytime, anyplace to the point that they're aggressive towards us. Love seeing us come together and protecting other black people. Simply doing their job. And you can't tell me, you can't tell me, Mr. Fox, that I refuse podcast, that those white people were not drunk. I got a person that I follow on Facebook. Spends most of his days on the water. Specifically on the weekends. You can't tell me, even on the Chesapeake Bay, that you're not drinking. That boy, that boy, I don't know, like a fish. He must be the bionic man because... He he's right back out on out on the water, right back out drinking. This this brother broke his leg somehow. Still went back out there in a cast, in stitches, in a brace, drinking, turning up. Do you, bruh? But at this point, it's like you can tell when they're like red all over. They get turned up real fast. There's somebody, it's just the fact that you f- feel some kind of way by black authority. Or we could just back it up and say authority since, you know, you guys don't like when you pull the race card. But different angles in one day. So it happened on Saturday. The little bird app got the footage. You know, there was like a five minute full video they say of the whole interaction from the water but then at some point throughout the day yesterday you had the same fight from different angles much closer by the way and you think oh you know the police will show up and they'll probably just end up arresting all the black people ha 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 absolutely not the white people got arrested the white aggressors the thugs Oh, we love to see it. We definitely love to see it. You can't just, like, leave us alone for nothing. We're just out here doing our our work, doing our job. Hey, bro, y'all can't park here. You can't dock this pontoon boat here at this marina because this particular area is reserved for a bigger boat that belongs to the hotel. Even if you disagreed with it, you really don't have a leg in the fight because it's not your doc. Whole time the society's telling us to to not resist and it's y'all doing the shit. White people are are having a, a really bad time. Like, what the hell's, on top of that, what the hell's going on down in Alabama? This is the second story to come out of Alabama that is some mess. I feel like Alabama's trying to compete with Florida for the most uh, messiest state. But the funny thing about it, well, a few funny things aside from the fight. Um, During the melee, (laughs) why we should just stay stay away from the water. One of the people got, um, I don't know if it was during the course of 
receiving haymakers or you just was overwhelmed, ended up in the water, one white person. We are not that far removed from the soda can that all those white people, those rich white people decide to get inside of to get first-hand look at the Titanic wreckage. Here we are at the dock, and y'all end up in the water again. As a direct result from your buddy choosing to get physical with a black authority, which we can theorize because it's a black authority, and y'all know, although we've, we're, def, we're around seven decades removed from the civil rights uh, movement, Alabama is still a racist state. And you can throw in parts of Mississippi and parts of Tennessee and parts of Kentucky in there as well. Not saying everybody, but there are still pockets of the South that are not aware that they lost the war. You know, the First World War. No, the Civil War, my bad. The Civil War. There are people still not aware that, like, they they lost the war. You know, they, they traveled to they traveled to Charlottesville and they had these Unite the Right uh, rallies. They come up with the Confederate flag, and I've seen them as close as, like, Virginia. You know, the eastern part of Virginia, when you're going down, um, you're going down, like, down, down Annapolis, like, down that way. So, it'll, try, you know, you will have a hard time trying to convince me. This didn't have a racial air to it. And if you learn nothing else from this particular recording, learn this, that there are two types in this world when it comes to being anti-black. You know, the, the R word. You have those that will tell you to your face, will call you the N word to your face, and, you know, will... Show it, all of it to your face. And you're like, okay, you know exactly what you're getting. Then you have those out there that will, to your face, tell you how much they love you, how much they're an, al an ally that they are to you, or, you know, present that, that image to the rest of the world. In photos, at um, Pride, and all that other stuff. But give you, like, an experience. Play, like, mental gymnastics, mind games, um, psychological mental abuse, where it's like no matter how much they tell you one thing, they will play these games to confuse you, to, to basically make you strive to make you feel like you're inferior to them. And this, you know, could be microaggressions here and there. It could be disrespect disguised as a joke. Even down to 
playing or toying with your reality of who you are. You know you're definitive, you know you are autonomous, but the idea is to make you think you are less than. Fill in the blank. And possibly make you unalive yourself. Those are the ones you gotta be you gotta be mindful of. Two types. A racist. A racist. If you learn nothing else, aside, you know, from the you know I refuse podcast. If you learn nothing else from the I refuse podcast, learn that. Like, we give you we give you the commentary. We review shit that's just wild to us, but we also give you free game. Like, something for you to chew on, something for you to think about. Think about that. So now that, you know, my two cents are out the way, can we please... (laughs) The other funny thing about this whole thing is y'all were quick to make memes. The memes have taken me down. Um, Y'all have essentially made the white chair the main character of the whole melee. Because first of all, which I get, because first of all, where did this fold-out chair come from? If you're on a dock and there's nothing around but boats, there is, you probably see a couple of cones. You couldn't possibly think, who would need a fold-out chair on a pontoon boat? Because there are a lot of seats. Where did this chair come from? Like I looked at the whole four or five minute clip from the water. I didn't see a person bring it down from the ramp. From off you know the sidewalk up up above the marina. Where did this white chair come from? Um, <laughs> and now and the attack itself like. Alright attacking the black security guard. That was definitely a racial personal thing. Let's say this chair came from somewhere else out of frame. By the person that was slinging it on this white guy. Above the, uh, close to the pontoon boat. Against the pontoon boat. You, do you realize how upset and tired a black person is? By all this kind of bullshit happening over the years. To take... A fold-out chair from one area, run down to the fight, and use it to pummel a white person. Like I said, like I love that the reaction was to help this black security guard out. Because it was one black security guard versus upwards of 10 people. Other people around were either on the boat, watching, probably recording, and people on the ramp also recording. Which, there's nothing wrong with recording, because evidence. 
I implore y'all, if y'all are out in traffic, get one of those little dash cams. Because people will try to, um, will definitely try to pull one over on you. Shoring scams, uh, lying court. Definitely when it comes to black and white people. Like, they'll definitely try, if there was no video, they would definitely try in their police statement to present this narrative that makes us look like the aggressor. So, record away. And y'all sure did. It's got to be up to like four or five different angles of this fight. <laughs> I live. I'm like, you could turn this into a movie. And sure enough, like I said, the white people did get arrested. It was mostly guys. Um, I'm sure the women would get lesser. Because it was white men and white women joining in against this black security guard and all the white people got all the business and rightfully so because we are tired tired of the entitlements like it's not enough for y'all to be privileged to have everything already in your favor but you feel so full of yourselves to to break the rules or make them up as you go along so you can maintain power and control. And it didn't even have to be like that. Definitely a fuck around and find out situation. You know, the memes, <laughs> the memes, the memes, the memes. I gotta go back to the memes. In addition to the white chair being the main character, like y'all have superimposed whoever is the ones that's really good at Photoshop or Adobe or whatever that have managed to pull the white fold-out chair out of the video and superimpose it into <laughs> other historical images. 10 out of 10. Then y'all went and pulled a thumbnail or a screenshot from... The scene in Endgame where the previously dead Avengers come back to help them fight against the other members fight against Thanos. Y'all said this is when this is the moment the black people came to help the black security guard on the dock. Then y'all took a picture of Luther Vandross. From probably like the Soul Train Awards. Scratching the back of his head. With the caption that says. A chair is still a chair. <sighs> that one took me down. <laughs> that one took me down. Creative. Then. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss on this one. Timberland boot. Docked at a marina with the words in Microsoft font on the right side of the, the Timberland boot near the foot. The SS find out. That one took me down. Took me down. Y'all are some creative motherfuckers. As best believe. Boots were, were knocking on Saturday against some white people's heads. Because at this point, 
you you gotta the the correct response if you want things to change sometimes is to return the same energy because we if we have to learn a lesson so do y'all the, the disrespect has got to end you know it was it was funny watching the memes and it was soothing to my negro soul watching um entitled white people receive the energy that they put out when all y'all could have did was just mosey on down the water mind your business didn't even have to get physical with the security guard be like hey all right we can't be here because you know this belongs to the hotel right there keep it pushing but no i don't know if it was the budweiser i don't know if it was the bud light or the Michelob that got y'all feeling like you're one of the Thundercats. And I mean, to not the disrespect for security guards in general, that's a whole nother thing. You can add that in there too. But you fucked around and you found out. This is one of these moments. The reason why I re- report this moment to y'all is it's a reflection of a quote on the Twitter podcast profile. Follow and subscribe at I Refuse Podcast, by the way, on Twitter. A little bird app, or X, sorry, X. To fuck around is human. To find out is divine. It's Mr. Fox, the I Refuse Podcast. Had to get up on here and talk about that situation down at the riverfront in Alabama. It it's too hot. You know, it used to be the summer was the time to be outside, but at this point you might as well stay inside. Cause you know, white people are tripping. They've been in, in the house for too long, had to eat their own food. First time the restaurants start opening up, y'all lose your damn minds. Now you've been in the house because, you know, it's been winter, summer, spring for three months. Now that it's got warm outside and you're out of the house, you're not cooped up. Y'all lose y'all damn minds. Pretty soon they're going to stop y'all from being able to vote. Because y'all drink, y'all act stupid. Why is you half naked on the pontoon boat? Why, why, why are you half naked on the pontoon boat? It was that damn alcohol. Alcohol content level. Now you in handcuffs. You and your homeboys and probably your girlfriends and your wives. So why the cookie crumbles. Smith Savasti I Refuse Podcast. Follow and subscribe to I Refuse Podcast wherever you get your podcasts and your movies and your music and your TV shows. Apple Podcast. Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Overcast, Google Cast. We have a WordPress blog. And of course, we have this YouTube channel where we just get a kick out of people doing the dumb shit while we keep our black asses in the house. We will catch you guys later. <laughs>